you cannot do everything. You can only do what you can do and everything else has to fall either to someone else or it has to fall off. I think a big issue is that a lot of churches are just doing way too much, way too much. And so there's a lack of focus and clarity from the church as a whole on its mission. And so of course the pastor feels the pressure and the same lack of clarity because there is so many things vying for that pastor's time and attention, it's hard to know what's most important right now. Over half of pastors struggling with overwork and time management, according to a new survey. We're gonna jump into this today on the podcast. We're gonna talk about some implications for those of us in church work and church leadership. And we're gonna look at why this is the case and the other things that pastors are struggling with along these same lines and what some options are, what some answers are that we can do to improve this situation. If you're new here, my name is Lane. This is episode 55 of the Preaching Donkey Podcast. It's so great to have you joining me today. I am your humble host. If you are listening on one of the many podcast players, it's so awesome to have you listening. If you are joining here on YouTube, it's awesome to have you here as well. We're gonna dive into it. I'm gonna read through this. This is from the Christian Post. And then we're going to get some answers for what we can do about it. Before we do, be sure to go to preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days. If you have not yet grabbed my 21 day guide to creating killer sermons, this is a three week, three step process that will walk you through how to create and deliver a compelling, life-changing message. So whether you've been preaching for just a little bit and you're trying to get some guidance, or you've been preaching for a long time and you're looking for maybe another way, another method to the madness when it comes to sermon prep and delivery, preachingdonkey.com slash 21 days is for you. Totally free, my gift to you just to say thanks for stopping by. Pastors, Christian Post, pastors are called to shepherd their flocks but many find they are sacrificing their personal needs to meet ministry responsibilities, according to a recent survey. If you're a pastor, you know that this is like not news, right? This is uh, sacrificing your personal needs to meet ministry responsibilities is kind of like goes with the territory. It's part of the deal. However, it can be taken to a place that it was maybe never intended to be, and it can be taken to a place that's really unhealthy for people who want to be in ministry and in church work for the long haul. The poll conducted by Lifeway Research from March 30th to April 22nd, 2021, asked about 1,000 Protestant pastors from across the U.S. to identify the single greatest need in their personal lives. Over half of pastors said time management and more than a third said finding a balance between work and home. The greatest needs of pastors study found 44 issues in all that pastors identified broken down into the following categories, ministry difficulties, spiritual needs, mental challenges, personal life, self-care, people dynamics, and areas of skill development. Well, areas of skill development is what I'm here to help you with. We're t we talk about preaching. We talk about how to communicate from the stage, from the platform, from the pulpit every weekend, every Sunday, effectively and compellingly. That's what Preaching Donkey is all about. So when it comes to skill development, I got you covered, all right? At least in terms of preaching. But people dynamics... That's always a challenge, whether we're talking about staff or people, ministry people. Self-care is a huge thing for pastors. A lot of pastors neglect self-care, both 
the it talks about mental challenges so like mental health care right seeing a counselor on the regular that's something that a lot of pastors should do but unfortunately don't and then self-care physical care are you caring for your body are you taking care of it are you eating well are you exercising right those are the things that are are part of this of course spiritual needs are you staying connected to the lord yourself ministry difficulties are abundant they're always there the survey had an error of mar- error margin of plus or minus 3.1 percentage points. 51% said time management is one area that required their immediate attention or investment, while 43% cited a need to strike a balance between work and home. So 51, more than half, said time management is an area requiring their immediate attention. Obviously, this is not unique to pastors, but I feel like the part of this that I want to speak to is if you're in church work, and particularly if you're the lead pastor or you're one of the teaching pastors, a massive tension that you feel is just simply the tension between all of the different things that you have to do as a pastor in your church and preparing for sermons. And this is a constant pull. Because I remember feeling this sense, especially when I first started preaching, almost like guilt around how much time I really needed to prepare a message. And it would make me feel like, oh, I should be doing these other things that in my mind felt more important because they felt more like work. They felt more like, oh, you know, I I need to be attending to this person. I need to be planning this event. I need to be having this meeting, setting setting these things into motion. I need to be working on this project. But sermon prep often felt like, oh, that's something I get to do. And so I don't want to take too much time doing that because I'm taking away from the things that everyone can see. You may be the total opposite. You may be saying, no, that's not me. I, I want to take as much time for sermon prep and the rest of it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand off to other people. That's awesome. I'm just saying, if the tension is between managing the time around sermon prep versus everything else you have to do as a pastor, I'm just saying, I relate to that. I can understand that. And I think part of what makes this an issue, part of what makes this hard is that so many pastors don't have a good workflow to prepare their sermon in. And when I talk about a workflow, I mean really looking at your schedule. Every meeting you have in a given week, in a given month, every piece of time that you have, every chunk of time, and where you are currently obligated already. What meetings do you have to attend? What projects do you have to do? What routine, weekly, daily, monthly things do you have to do? And then how do you take what's required to prepare a sermon and lay it over that so that you are managing around the things that are required of you? And if it's in your power, maybe eliminating some of those things so that the less important things fall off and you're able to look at in a given week, on Monday, this is what I do. On Tuesday, this is what I do. On Wednesday, I've got the outline done. On Thursday, I've got the sermon ready to go. Whatever the case, it's a sermon workflow. And so my first um, recommendation would be that if time management around the sermon prep process is currently an issue, 
get a workflow. I talk about this in my book, Preaching Killer Sermons. I also talk about it in my course, Killer Sermons Academy, which you can find at preachingdonkey.com slash KSA for Killer Sermons Academy, preachingdonkey.com slash KSA. But it's important to establish a workflow because I feel like you have to get to a point where the sermon, if you're a teaching pastor, the sermon has to become something that is a non-negotiable that you prepare every week regardless of what else is happening. And if that is not a important part of your culture that people respect, that has to change. It has to change dramatically. And by the way, if you're not the lead pastor, let's say you're the associate pastor or the student pastor or the community groups pastor or whatever, but you are one of the teaching pastors, you're on the teaching team, it's just as vital and just as important that you get the time that you need to prepare your sermon on the weeks that you are preaching. This is something that Ron Edmondson said when I interviewed him on this podcast uh, about a year ago. He said that he made sure that anybody on his staff who was preaching gets as much time that week in sermon prep that the lead pastor gets. That's amazing. So let's say the lead pastor takes 25 hours in a week to prepare a message. Well, if you're the youth pastor and you have a message, you're going to preach on the big stage, you're going to be in big church. Well, it may you may only get like, you may have to prepare the sermon on your own time. It's kind of how it always goes. It's like, well, you're still going to have to do Wednesday night. You're still going to have to do all the things that you do in a week. And oh, by the way, you're also going to preach. And so most of the time, the youth pastor is very excited to have this opportunity to preach. It's an amazing privilege. But so much of that is is just not accounted for in their week. So I think there's a lot of wisdom in saying, hey, listen, you've got a sermon coming up. Let's give you a, a big block of time over several days for you to work through it. And then inside of that block of time, what I like to do with my workflow is to make sure that I know that I've got milestones along the way that I'm hitting so that I don't ever get to Thursday or Friday and realize I don't have an outline, I don't have illustrations, I don't have a bottom line, I don't have all I don't have any of the things that I need, but it's Thursday or it's Friday, right? Never ever ever want to be there. So the the issue isn't always just having the time, it's using the time that you have. And again, that's where the workflow comes in, preachingdonkey.com/ksa if you want to check it out. Meanwhile, 29% of pastors said they need to pay more attention to their children, 26 need to pay more attention to their marriage. said caring for aging parents, and 18% said financial stress. One in six said they didn't need to invest more time in any of those areas, (laughs) which is kind of funny if you think about it. Like, "Ah, I don't need to spend more time with my kids or my wife, (laughs) whatever. It's just funny. I'm I'm sure that's not how they meant it, but it's kind of funny. One in six were like, no, I'm good. My kids are fine. They'll they'll be fine. I missed this up here. It says 43% cited a need to strike a balance between work and home. This is not unique to pastors. It's just part of life these days. It's why having very clear boundaries around when you're going to be working on work stuff and when you're going to be present with your family, I think is really helpful. I also think that pastors have a tendency to 
absorb way too much work and absorb way too much responsibility and take on a lot of things personally that could and should be handed off to other people. So there are so many things that you can't control that it's just wise to get rid of the things that don't need your attention to get done so that when those things come up that are out of the ordinary emergencies, which can happen at any point, you can handle it. Scott McConnell, executive director of LifeWay Research, told the Christian Post the survey was not an assessment of which areas pastors say are important, but which need attention right now in their lives. The study was asking a representative group of pastors to respond to many different aspects of ministry in their personal lives that need attention, he said. Each of these possible priorities came from other pastors, and they were presented in the context of discerning which most need investment today. Most pastors, McConnell said, are not in the parenting life stage. Less than a third of pastors who took this study are aged 18 to 44. This is very interesting. So I'm 37, so I'm thinking of this in terms of a parent who has small children, but less than a third of pastors are between 18 and 44 when you would expect for people to have young children, especially closer to that 44 mark, meaning the vast majority were either late in their parenting years or beyond them. The burden of time management appears to fall significantly on those with smaller ministries. This makes sense. You got a lot more bivocational. So they're working a full-time job and they're trying to manage a church. That's very hard. Pastors of churches with fewer than 50 in attendance are most likely to say they most need to give attention to time management, 39%, and at least likely to say they balance between work and home. While they may spend much of their time ministering to others, pastors aren't shy about acknowledging their own needs, with 9 in 10 pointing to at least one self-care area as a personal need. And their 14% say taking care of themselves is the most challenging for them personally, over half of all pastors surveyed said they have trouble making time to exercise consistently and avoid overworking and overcommitment. I think overcommitment is a big, big issue. Everybody wants a piece of your time, and to say no to anybody feels like uh, you're you're letting them down in some way. A lot of pastors struggle with a desire to please, please people. This is why one of the things that I have to always ask myself is the same question that Paul asked in Galatians 1.10. He said, is a rhetorical question. It's an important one. He said, am I now trying to win the approval of men or of God, or am I still trying to please men or people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. I think so much of an overcommitment has to do with this desire to please. It's a people-pleasing desire. Just under half said eating right, taking time off from work, and resting our personal struggles. Well, of course. McConnell said, while the study did not ask pastors why they have these needs, it's not uncommon for pastors to find it challenging to meet their diet and exercise goals. Of course, congregations demand a lot of their pastors, and most pastors struggle to say no to additional work. Yes, of course. That alone can make it hard to find the time for self-care, the self-care that pastors need. I think Boundaries uh, by, by Henry Cloud is a really good resource if you struggle with saying no, especially if you struggle with saying no because you're afraid of letting someone else down. It's really good to establish uh, appropriate, healthy boundaries. 
Uh, age, church size, and race also appear to be factors in pastors being overwhelmed. Those with larger worship service attendance were significantly more likely to say they find avoid avoiding overcommitment and overwork to be a challenge for them than pastors in churches with 50 or fewer attendees. Pastors age 55 and up are also more likely than their younger colleagues to say they face an ongoing illness. While African-American pastors, 63%, are more likely than white pastors, 42%, to say, they cons- that, to say consistently resting is an area of need for them. So consistently resting is uh, a biblical principle, the idea of Sabbath, to take at least one day a week uh, at least where you disengage and you are not producing, you're not working, nothing is, you're not making something happening happen, you're just resting. And you're just enjoying the fruits of your labor and trusting God as your provider. That's important for pastors. It's important for everybody. McConnell says the findings might be surprising to those who sit in the pews every Sunday without peeking behind the ministry curtain. Well, of course, most people don't think the pastor does much of anything. He works one hour a week when he's preaching, right? Many churchgoers have no idea what pastors and ministers do each week. Typically, the last thing on their mind is what the Apostle Paul taught in Ephesians 4.12, that pastors and teachers are to equip the saints for the work of ministry, he said. Instead of focusing on their own responsibility to build up the body of Christ, many expect the clergy to be doing the work and to be present every time the doors are open. Yeah, that's. I think that's changing in some ways, but it's, it's, it's going to be there in a lot of church contexts and cultures. When it comes to time management, I think the biggest issue is going to be where are you obligated in your week and how can that be minimized and focused so that in a given week, in a predictable schedule, most things are not predictable. I'll say this. Some things are not predictable. You can't decide when emergencies are going to happen. You can't decide when somebody dies or gets sick. Those things are just always going to be there, but you don't know when they're going to happen. But when you're looking at your week and you're trying to figure out how can I maximize what my best and biggest contribution is to this church and how can I really double down on that and let these other things be managed and carried out by other people? You've got to get to that point because you cannot do everything. You can only do what you can do and everything else has to fall either to someone else or it has to fall off. I think a big issue is that a lot of churches are just doing way too much, way too much. And so there's a lack of focus and clarity from the church as a whole on its mission. And so, of course, the pastor feels the pressure and the same lack of clarity because there is so many things vying for that pastor's time and attention. It's hard to know what's most important right now. So that's why there has to be a minimization of the clutter so that there is focus and the pastor is healthier And as a result, the church is healthier and the mission goes forward. I'd love to hear what you think if you're watching here on YouTube in the comments, how you have dealt with this problem, how you manage your time. I would love to hear about that. If you're listening, be sure to leave a review on your favorite podcast player that helps us out a whole lot. And remember, until next time, if God can speak through a donkey, he can speak through you and he can speak through me. We'll see you here next time on the Preaching Donkey Podcast. (music) 